All right, welcome back to Real Talks. <laughs> what, what do we call it? Oh, Why, why You're wrong. wrong. All right, welcome back to Why You're Wrong with Hatchem and my co-host, the sexy, the wonderful, my lovely wife. Carla. Big dog, Carla. <laughs> Big dog, Carla. Um, today we are going to talk about... What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about deep... Um, meaningful connections. And sex. Sex, yes, sex, very much yeah. sex. So, can you have a relationship without good sex? Is I good say... sex necessary? Is sex or is sex and love connected? Sex and love are definitely connected. I feel What that makes you say that? I believe that in order to connect on a different level, I feel like sex should be, um... important no i think it's true i do agree what do do you agree with i think sex is very important if you're having good sex it means you're in love how do you well when i think about the best sex i have with you it's not about what we do it's none of the freaky freaky shit or anything but it's just about being extremely intimately connected with you and sex is just a medium for that because sex is literally as close as you can get to someone when you're at your most naked yeah most well what do you say about the people that wait till marriage like do you do you say that they don't have great a great relationship and a great connection because they haven't had sex possible just because they haven't had sex doesn't mean they can't have good sex do you think that we can still have an amazing relationship without our amazing sex I agree. I think that is possible. Like, it is possible to have a good relationship without good sex. But, like, why not? Why would you ever not want to have sex? I think the way that I see it is that I think that sex can open up a lot of doors internally, emotional-wise. I agree. Because um, it's more like... It's more like a expression to your partner mm-hmm. what do you, you mean know? by expression to your partner well i mean the harder that i fuck you the more harder that i love you, <laughs> 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 you know I, mean? I agree i agree but also, although i do think there are some cases where sex is like a bandage to the relationship what do you mean a bandage like some people you well, what do i mean by bandage like they're only in the relationship for the sex. Oh, well, then that's definitely going to make sex very, very, in the long run, very boring and very stale in the long run. Yeah. I feel like it's always better to keep things interesting. Like you, whenever I fight with you, whenever I choose to have my sex with you, amazing, great sex. I do agree. You know? But I think that's just because more emotionally charged sex. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, which makes it more intense. Yeah, we have... Well, I feel like emotional sex is so much more better than just... Oh, I totally agree. Like, our best sex is in an emotional state. Like, whether it's, like, deeply in love sex or after a fight sex. Well, actually, after a fight sex is usually deeply in love sex because we're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Well, also, there are... How do you know that um, our sex is meaningful do you have anything Mm. to compare it to well i can't specifically yeah i do 
but I know our sex is meaningful, even though I have, it's been a while since I could compare it to anything else, it's like, this is exactly what I want, there's literally nothing else I desire, and when I am on my own, jerking it, (laughs) I'm thinking of you, so that's how I know our sex is insane, and how our love is insane, because for me it's not about sex per se, Mm -hmm. but it's just that connection with you. That is actually, I agree very much actually with that. Like sex is literally the most intimate thing you can do with somebody else in a way. Because you're most, you're literally naked. <laughs> Not, yeah, honestly. And you're psychologically naked too. And I feel like it just makes me fall more in love with you every time you do it. Because the more that I'm naked with you, and not just physically, but emotionally, obviously, it triggers some... Um, yeah, it triggers emotions, you know? Yeah, you kind of merge while having sex, too. You do merge. Yeah, we talk about acid, our acid and our mom. Oh, I was about to mention that. Like, on LSD, there are times where it sex. looks like you or me. We are having sex and look like you or me. Yeah, I know. That's literally so cool. I love how whenever we... Um, am I too loud, by the way? No. I love how when we do our acid and our, like, molly sex, we just... It's obviously more enhanced, so oh, it is 100%. better. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, all of our other times we have sex are like amazing. But it just makes me so much more like emotional. No, I totally agree. And it just makes everything so much more like better and enhanced. In it's because like your perception is slowed down and like your attention is kind of increased, so you feel every little thing. I know. I can't imagine doing that with, like, having an emotional um, connection with, like, anybody else. Yeah, neither can I. I can't. Even if I try to. Or even if we were to, like, fantasize about it, I can't. Yeah. Only because it's, like, it's not... There's no emotional attachment to, like, absolutely, like, no one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel the same. It's like, you're my partner. And you're, like, literally another me. But I just hang out with all the people. Alrighty, guys, we're gonna have to come back after this. We're gonna go <laughs> and do have some sex. <laughs> no, but literally, I agree. I feel like once you're with someone that um, that you actually emotionally like connect with, then yeah, sex is just so much more better. One hundred percent. I think the best sex is like that. Okay. Well. Then why do you think people um, have, like, what's that word? When they just, like, sleep around and stuff? Like, have, like, meaningless sex and stuff? Oh. Well, usually whenever people do anything like that, and not even just specifically to meaningless sex, they're looking for something to fill a hole within. So whether that's meaningless sex, whether that's, like, junk food, whether that's drugs... That's true. Oh, right. That's true. Filling a hole inside them. It's kind of like when we were watching you. Like, if you have some sort of hole inside you, nothing you get will ever please you, no matter what you think it is. Like, the guy in you fucking had his literal partner who was exactly like him, who was a murderer just like him and everything. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) And even once he got her, then again, he went on fantasizing another about another woman and got obsessed with another woman. Yeah. Because he's trying to fill something within. 
And then I'll look at him again, all alone. Yeah. Again, back to square one. Just a repeating pattern. And patterns repeat because there's something broken within us that we draw towards ourselves, aka, and that would be the pattern, the repeti- the repetition of the pattern, because there's something you need to realize within that to break out of the pattern. And once you see through it, you can kind of move forward. Mm-hmm. But if you don't realize why you're stuck in a pattern and why something keeps happening to you over and over and over and over again, because you still have not learned what you need to learn or take away from what you need to take away from that. Very much so. I agree. Mm. Um, what is... Hmm. Some questions would be good right now. I'm going to ask your YouTube Check audience. Hey, guys. You guys have any sex-related or relationship-related questions? Me and my hubby are or going I can even do a poll on Instagram. Sure. And be like, what are some... That would be fun. Sex... I can. Because then we can go through question by question. No, cool. We'll do it later then. Let's see, we'll continue. So far, we've got some content to work with. Imagine this is literally just what we do. We just talk about like sex and stuff. And it's like, oh my god. Relationships and everything. We literally, yeah. But you've had your fair share of meaningless sex. Yes. What what do you think? What do I think? What do you think about you in that position because i answered why people have meaningless sex like what i said does that resonate with you why people have sex yeah oh why meaningless sex yes because i'm trying to fill a void inside of me clearly um when i was doing those i thought that um while i was going through from one person to the other i was thinking oh my god i'm so fulfilled (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm like like such a ooh, I'm like a player type yeah. thing but it was kind of like an egotistical like mindset that I had yeah because deep down you didn't feel good enough or whatever yeah. so you're trying to like prove obviously. to yourself that like oh look at me yeah and you know obviously when I think to myself oh my god like I can get any guy that I want yeah that it kind of inflates your sense of self it's like oh like I am good I'm lovable yeah it kind of feeds into like an ego that yeah. I have and it um Obviously, I'm, I knew that I wasn't happy. Like, yeah, I was always, always like, self-aware. Deep, there's always a deep part, deep part of you inside yeah. that's always like... I have to be like an oh. idiot to not know that I'm like... To oh. literally be... kind of like delude myself that I was like so completely yeah. happy. But I wasn't. Um, well, I don't think time, it has anything to do with being an idiot. But more so the fact that you don't want to admit to yourself that you actually don't mm-hmm. feel good enough. Yeah, but there was obviously like another part of me like... A watcher. Yeah. And that I knew, obviously, I knew that I wasn't like, um, here, this is the best way to explain it. The watcher always, which me, the watcher, yeah. always knew that I wasn't unhappy, that, that I wasn't happy. Yeah. But me, I like wanted to get rid of that person. Like, I wanted to like be like, fuck you. Like, because obviously, you know that little voice in your head? Yeah. That's like, the real you. Yeah. The one that's like aware of everything and all of you feeling everything. Yeah. And then the more that you, um, kind of do things against that person, against that little tiny voice, you tend to, before, like, I was thinking, oh, like, the more that I do this, the more I'm not going to be able to hear it. Yeah. That person anymore. You're trying to kind of cover it up. Well, kind of, um... It's like bury it. Yeah, but also kind of, like, 
turn myself into this person that I'm creating myself to be. Yeah. Does that make sense? And um, where was I going with this? And then I ended up, but then after that, obviously you can never really get rid of that person. No, you can't because that's like your whatever you want to call it, your most authentic self, your higher self, whatever bullshit you want to name. Yeah. So. But it's like it's literally the part of you that is not attached like the least egoic part of you Mm -hmm. that's your higher most highest consciousness part and for you it's like so you have kind of two parts of you where it's the part of you that feels unloved and not good enough and so because you have that feeling it's like i want to prove it to myself that i am so you go have meaningless sex and then there's another there's another part of you again this isn't the watcher part of you or the highest consciousness part of you there's another part doing this it's like having that meaningless sex, getting all the guys or whatever, mm-hmm. that starts to like, oh, but look, I am good enough. But you're only trying to prove it to your to the weak parts. Like, look, look at all these things yeah. I can do. But that's not enough because like... Literally. Because that part never is satisfied if you always have that feeling that you don't feel mm-hmm. good enough. But you need to ask like, does this make me good enough? Who am I good enough for? And everything yeah. like that. You have to really... And also what I just remembered is like, oh, like, you know, in TikTok, you know, when we're watching TikToks and, I, and yeah. it's like, oh, like oh, you're a bad bitch, like, fuck him, go find a rebound, and, like, you, and, like go yeah. fuck other guys or whatever, and, like, oh, I'm gonna go out, there's, like, that hoe phase. Yeah. But, um, and then the more that people watch that, you tend to think, the more that people kind of, like, drown themselves in that kind of, like, mindset and that thought, yeah. you obviously lose touch with yourself because it's such an external... Yeah, it's because one person, it's one person who's doing it from a wrong place, teaching other people so also, like that's the right thing to do even though yeah, they're doing it from the wrong place. people don't see it that way. Um, some people are probably so deluded and so like drowned into like their yeah. external mind that they totally forget about the internal, about the internal one who yeah. is actually really the good and the, exactly. like, the good Like the clean voice, voice or whatever, yeah, the, the authentic voice. voice. And the thing about that authentic voice... The only reason listening to it is hard is because mm. then you're going to have to accept, accept some things about yourself like, oh shit, I don't feel good enough for myself. Or like mm. this dark, scary thoughts, kind of like the dark yeah. parts of your mind that you're, that one part is trying to cover up. Whereas if you just go into it, yeah, it's like you can clear it out and realize there's nothing Literally. ever been there. And you know what I've learned? And this is why I don't like to help people anymore because the way that I see things now or yeah. there's no way of explaining things to anybody now. Even with, like, my friends and stuff, I'm like, oh, my God, stop having me. Like, I don't even say it anymore because yeah. at the end of the day, you're the only one that can, like, teach yourself. And you're I the totally only one agree. that can, like, learn. That's why that's how I see things. There's and no the- point of, like, explaining it. Like, whenever I need help now, I just come to myself. I can hear, I can, like, hear other people's, like, external, like, advice and stuff. But at the end of the day, they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Because they're, because their advice... Is coming from other people that told that that told yeah. them. You know what I mean. So at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, it's like the only person you can really listen to is like that little voice in your head. And I knew that little voice in my head was something. Um, once I had like a breakdown, like that's like uh, before I met you, yeah, and before school, kind of, and after like my whole phase or whatever. That's kind of when I, well, I've always known it, but. Yeah. Then I well, because it's inside everyone at all times. Yeah, it just depends like how buried beneath bullshit is it, or and like how much willing like you're willing to like realize. It. Yeah, it's like, are you willing people, to face the scary parts? 
how willing are you to like go into the dark to listen to that voice? Yeah. And some people just aren't willing. Well, yeah, I know, because some people, because you're so buried into that, into like their, in their minds, you know, mm-hmm. that they don't see it that way. But yeah. And it's all like fear. The thing is, it's just fear, fear of the dark and the unknown within yourself. Mm-hmm. And I have to give props to people that do it and that are also, that like do like sleep around and have like all these meaningless sex and stuff, but they're so self-aware and they do it. But they do it not to hurt themselves, but to kind of bring something out of them. Do you know what I mean? So, there are people that I've met, like, who literally, like, think like this. Yeah, like, who are are aware of what they're doing. Yeah, but, like, they obviously do it just because, like, they want to, like, purposely hurt themselves. In order for them to feel... Because, like, I don't know how to explain it. So far, I think I'm getting what you mean. Yeah. But feel like they just want to feel the hurt. They want to feel the hurt, um, because they believe, and obviously it depends on how, what works for you. Yeah. But they believe that the more that they do it, the more that they're going to be able to like realize that what they're doing is well not for the best. That's that's kind them. of a paradox because you kind of just said that they already understand that what they're not doing the best, but they're still doing it. So mm-hmm. it's like clearly they don't understand enough true because if you did understand that it was hurting you mm-hmm. but i kind of do get the idea where you do something bad for you till you're just entirely sick of it mm-hmm. until you to the point where it's like fuck this or like i can't do this you. anymore yeah it's kind of think about like i think that's kind of what i did yeah yeah because the whole time that i was like sleeping around i knew that i was yeah but i knew because i'd be like crying and i'm like i'm not like, I'm not totally blind to, like, as to, like, why I'm crying. Like, I know why I'm crying. Yeah. As to, like, when I'm, like, sleeping with, like, one guy to another. But I do it so I can, like, feel something. Yeah. Because you get distracted. Yeah, I get distracted. Exactly. And that's, I think that's what I was trying to, like, say. That people um, can be, like, self-aware, but they, like, know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But some people are just completely fucking idiots. And yeah. just do it because, like, they're so, like gullible and it's like media and so gullible into like all this well i wouldn't even say part of it's probably a little bit of being gullible and stuff but just being unconscious it's like doing something and you don't even realize why you're doing it yeah. and you're not realizing it's because you have dark parts in your mind that's literally what it means to be unconscious mm-hmm. letting something you're unaware of guide how you live which is the worst thing you're a robot at that point if yeah. you don't know why you're doing what you're doing what the fuck are you you're not I a know. conscious creature and a lot of the shit that comes into your head is from outside of yourself. So things literally outside of you are are unconsciously dictating how you live your life. So it's like, what kind of life is that? From other people, and the thing is, those voices from outside of you are other unconscious voices who haven't went into themselves and realized what anything means or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it just layers and layers of unconsciousnessness. Unconsciousness. Unconsciousness. <laughs> unconsciousness. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. where's the human, where's the person on the inside? Um, I wanted to say something about when you were talking about how you're be trying to give people other people advice on things and they just don't listen, which is very true. One, like no matter what anybody tells you, it's going to be you to have to figure it out and make that decision. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, most of the time people don't want to listen because one, listening means accepting may have to mean accepting some hard truths. Or going into the dark parts of your mind and exploring that, which again, the fear. Like listening to who? 
or like, like listening to somebody but even yourself this even applies to yourself mm-hmm. so because it means if you listen to somebody saying something truthful or even the truthful part of yourself it may mean having to go into those dark scary parts that you don't want to go into so people would rather avoid that and continue to being unconscious than actually listening to that truthful part because of just a lot of the fear that comes along with it and the thing about that is me personally and anybody who's any to any degree like self-aware who's gone into themselves for example you as well what was i going to say oh has to value truth no matter the cost no matter how scary it is and like i wouldn't even say for me i didn't choose to kind of go into the dark recesses of my mind because i wanted to but i it's just that i couldn't not do it because like fuck i don't want this and like there's just some like the internal drive inside me was just always so loud it's like this is bullshit or this doesn't matter this 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 that's this mm-hmm. so like it forced me to go into my mind whether i liked it or or not and i just kept searching and you know how much i used to read and everything like that because it was just searching for something yeah because i I needed answers i wanted answers i needed to find any semblance of truth which i now have Mm -hmm. so it's like which is partly which is satisfying and which i've always been looking for because like what the fuck does anything mean so what was the answer that you were looking for consciousness elaborate the answer I was well it wasn't the answer I was consciously looking for because I didn't know what I was doing on my entire journey whatever the fuck you want to call it but it was it turned out in hindsight to be a journey towards truth and always try, and really it was trying to find out who I am mm-hmm. and everything I read that's why I was interested in psychology philosophy spirituality later on and I went through so many different phases throughout my life and throughout what I believed Till I got to this point, like mm-hmm. from being religious to atheism to agno- to being agnostic to more spiritual to all these all all these different ways of thinking, mm-hmm. and it just slowly, slowly each time, each time I learned something new, it'd kind of be like a breakdown of old beliefs, and I'd be like slightly different until it was like a total breakdown of all beliefs until I find out like and really answering that question who I who am I, which is consciousness. And, like, consciousness is everything and all that. True. So, what exactly do you believe in? Well, I don't believe... Well, I don't really believe in anything because no belief is real, if that makes any sense. Like, for example, right now, like, obviously, I know how this reality works and I'm not, like, retarded or anything thinking that nothing is real, blah, 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 blah. Like, obviously... delusional. Yeah. Like... Right, just because I know, for example, like, the present is all that exists. Yeah. Like, it's literally to an extreme effect what you really see on psychedelics. It really gives you the feeling. Like, right now we're in my room in normal state of consciousness. And, like, in my head, the beliefs are kind of more reinforced since I'm in a more egotistical state. So it feels like there actually is an outside world. And right now we're filming a podcast and we plan on sharing it to other people. Mm-hmm. But these other people which would be much clearer on like psychedelics is the fact that all the all that exists right now is this room because it's all in consciousness and what's even crazier is from my perspective i'm hallucinating you because this is all this exists in my head and like literally just to keep me entertained you are just me 
and I'm just talking to myself and literally to the other people I'm sharing to, literally just talking to myself and I'm performing for myself because everybody is me. Everybody exists in my head. And so in a way, it's just one giant, how, how would I describe it? But like, do you see the insanity of it? Mm-hmm. It's like literally I'm talking to myself right now just because there's nothing yeah, else to do. Yeah, because it's exactly the way that I see it. Yeah. Because it's exactly the way that like I see things through my lens yeah. type thing. Like the, the universe is literally all in your head. There is no outside world. Like in a dream. If there is a universe. <laughs> there isn't. The universe is literally here right now in my room from my perspective. And, like, I don't even have proof that anybody else is real but or conscious. But definitely people like to think that there is be, uh, to bring comfort. Oh, 100%, because that's literally... The sc- internally, everyone is scared. <laughs> yeah, scared. And reality exists to make it look like the universe exists and that you're a small self in a big universe, when in actuality, the universe is at the center of you and all mm-hmm. there is is what's in your consciousness at the moment. I, you know what's funny? I've had this mindset for a while now but i explain it differently how would you explain i explain it that i'm in front of this is what i used to kind of talk about with my friends but no one really understood yeah not many people a long time ago no but like even when i was like in elementary school i'd say that i'm the main character or like i am in front of all of you guys because literally like i just say like i'm the main character yeah that's really it's like it's your movie this yeah. everything is about you and it's your movie yeah i was so smart back then <laughs> literally i was so i was well when so you're like, a kid you literally have you have less bullshit beliefs there's been less time for like you to kind of build up the ego and turn into a robot yeah literally and like it's so great it just depends on whether you see it or not some people actually really don't see it yeah like at all well again that's the purpose like reality exists to bundle shit into your mind to fill your mind with bullshit beliefs to make you ignore the fact that really this all exists in your head and you're in a dream of your own making everybody is you and there's there's no purpose no point that's literally the only comfort that brings me what just knowing that this is all whatever obviously it's something like it's life and i i know that but like a lot of the things it just doesn't like it's everything that i've created in my head yeah and there's no reason to inflate any like problems or like situations in your head there are no problems yeah a lot of things are in your head like when i tell you it's all in your head everything (laughs) everything as i'm gaslighting you (laughs) (laughs) okay well let's switch it back too you've also had your fair share on having meaningless sex um what does that mean to you or like, well, or how did you... This is a, quite the turn back to the sex thing. True, it was. Yeah. But I don't know, I just... I got, well, we did end that little train of thought, but... We literally, I don't know where the fuck we went with that. Yeah. <laughs> but this could be a good little start. When we this po- is a when good we, start. Honestly, when we post this, cut people... It, cut people a lot of the things and just make it... In effect, I'm too lazy to cut. Okay, fine. That's <laughs> the, po- the purpose of this is just you and I talk and post. Okay, fine, yeah, 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 yeah fine. Plus, I think people will have questions about this because the shit, a lot of the shit we say might sound crazy. Do that tonight. Yeah. Do that today. Yeah. And then we'll talk more. Exactly. We'll have more questions and I'll continue our series of podcasts on relationships, life, and whatever the fuck else. On why you're wrong. Why you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Reality does not exist. In which everybody, for some reason, 
whenever me and my partner here always has that kind of conversation as to why I am wrong, now I have people to actually <laughs> tell me who the fuck is wrong or not. Well, so far, all because we have been doing is agreeing. True, for the first time ever. Well, no. This is the internal part of no, us that actually, always agrees. Well, let me explain something. Back in the day, when three years ago, when me and him started to... See each other. Back up a little bit. Just see each other. All right. What are you going to say? To see each other. I have been wrong many times. Yes, you have. But I, has, I, I have been too. I have crazy. I have been too. But I've never really pointed it out. That, hey, you are wrong too. Don't you ever see that? Really? That's not true. Well, I, I, do. I, I, well, I, I do. know I've been wrong in the past a lot. But you have Only troubles, since the past six months, I've never but wrong. You've had tr- <laughs> but you've had troubles admitting that you were wrong. I disagree there. Because I have... You're wrong, Carly. You're wrong. You're wrong. This is why you're wrong. Let me oh, tell you why yeah. you're wrong. And that's well. Obviously, in the past, when I'm in a in the closed-minded state, or where I have a belief that we're arguing about something, obviously I don't think I'm wrong. But always after the fact, I will, I will admit. Like it's not about me not wanting to admit I'm wrong. You admit it when it doesn't matter anymore. That's when you admit. Well, obviously, when when we're in the middle of a fight, the same is true of you. You think you're right, and I think I'm right. And there's been plenty of times where, where that's both why of us have I been say, wrong. That's why I say. I'm so done talking to you because it's literally like talking to a brick wall. I have my own beliefs. You have, and it's like when I'm so like we're definitely the same because once we both have our minds set to something, no. we're both trying to like explain to each other. Yeah, it makes no sense for us to even talk anymore because well, it's because dif- we're different- so set onto like one answer. Do you know what I mean? Well, for me, I just care about the truth. I don't care who's right or wrong. I'm just trying to figure out, like, the answer. You know what I mean? But there's been times where you're focused on your own side. That but you're focused on your side. I know, I know. The same is true of me. But, like, what am I trying to say? Like, we, but we both did it. I don't, I don't know how we got into this part of the conversation. But, like, obviously, when you have your own beliefs and you think you're right, obviously, you're going to defend them. So, like, obviously, after the fact when things have had time to settle down, then I might change my mind. But, like, anybody in that in that state, like you and I, we're both defending our own beliefs, and obviously that's why we're arguing, because we both think, we both we, think we're, yeah. we're right. Well, here, guys, let me tell you guys, so we argue like crazy. We argue not as much as we have before. Well, because now we're more aligned, and a lot of our past arguments were, one... Because both of us still have not went fully deep into ourselves. One of us? Both of us. Oh, I was about to be like, one of us, no, no. excuse me. <laughs> both of us. Both of us have not been fully deep into ourselves, so we still had, like, egoic bullshit. We'd fight about that surface-level shit when, at the root, we were always the same. But now, we're more connected to the root part rather than the bullshit part, and so obviously, we don't fight as much because mm-hmm. we have literally nothing to fight about Which is or argue about. Which is quite funny because whenever we um would fight what is this what, like three years been yeah been together for three years but whenever we'd fight i'd be like oh my god why am i with this i am in such a toxic relationship i don't know why the fuck i'm with this toxic ass person why am i like i'm like feeling like i'm being manipulated gaslighted Everything I can really think about. I'm like, fuck, I do not want to be in this relationship anymore. I'm so annoyed. Yeah. But then, 
I realize that you are the only one that kind of understands things that I don't know how to explain. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I, you know what I mean yeah, by that? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like this, I'll try to like talk to like so and so about it, but like they don't see it. Yeah. Like the way that I see it. And the only way that I like and I was like, "Oh, like whenever I keep you around, I feel like I can like like I could freely like talk to you about it." And I feel like it makes me grow in a way where yeah, cuz you're better able to communicate as well. After. Yeah, and I feel just more in touch with myself. Yeah. Because the more I see it, the more I feel more immersed in it. Yeah, because sometimes you just need somebody to be able to put something that you know into words for you, and it's like, oh, that's what oh. I like. oh. yeah. But another thing about our fights and arguments, too, those are actually the most important parts of a relationship. Because as we were talking about earlier, about when you have some subconscious motivation, motivating force for you to do something, that makes you act out a pattern over and over and over again, it's because there's something you need to learn about yourself from that situation. There's never anything wrong externally. The problem is always within you. So in our fights, it has never actually been about the other person, but we'd repeat patterns enough till whether it would be you repeating the pattern or me creating the pattern, till one of us got what we needed out of it. And so fights are actually the most important part of a relationship because that gives you the opportunity to see why you're fighting why you keep repeating the pattern because a lot of fights uh, happen over and over and over again for a bit because nobody just gets something once and it takes some time to realize it and the same is true of us like we had different fights throughout our relationship and they'd repeat over and over and over again until they just stopped happening because we finally have figured out whatever it was that we were causing mm-hmm. and especially later on in a relationship as we both got more spiritually and emotionally mature and a deeper understanding of just how things work mm-hmm. and this is i'm just speaking mostly from my perspective too it's like early on like the first year of relationship i saw us as very different people i was like why am i with you and yeah, com- you compared know, to now i, like, I realized this whole time you are just literally me in another in a female form when did you in a more sexier form <laughs> when did too. you realize that i don't know specifically i just know that that it happened and slowly like it just be with everything it's just a slow progression of learning something new and growth and getting passed insight onto everything and now from my perspective now like whatever i analyze it's very easy for me to get a complete and clear picture of what it is just because there's not much bullshit on the surface that i have to look through and it's just clear what kind of bullshit did you have to look through in the I just egotistic shit. Things within me, wrong knowing, bullshit beliefs, things like that, that I was unaware of. Just unaware of the fact. Like, it just wasn't as clear to me that there are no problems externally. All the problems are internally. Mm -hmm. And I'm the one, in a way, attracting them and creating them until I've seen through them. And there's this thing I wrote about on my blog, which I'll probably link down (laughs) before. Insane piece of insight. There's this thing called Imago Relationship Therapy. This one actually changed... This actually really reshaped my thinking because the things he was talking about were so clear. And this kind of helped me realize the thing about how... So I was talking about how the fights are caused by you creating them and your other partner. And you both attract each other because you kind of... I'm not going to be able to describe it as clearly as I did in my writing, so I'll just leave it down below. (laughs) But let me think of an example. 
like your partner for you fulfills an emotional need. So for example, she was earlier on more emotional and I was just too logical, which was not good because you need to be, everything is emotionally based. First, there's no rationality. Everything you do is driven by emotion. But number two, you need to be in touch with your emotions because how you feel helps you communicate why there is an issue or what's going on, things like that, rather than just being in your head all the time. And so the guy, Herval Hendricks, whatever, his idea and his therapy is you attract someone who allows you to project that onto them so that you kind of feel whole. So because she was emotional and I was with her, it kind of was an emotional outlet for me. And so earlier on, so early on in a relationship, everything was good because we both felt whole connected to each other. But after the honeymoon phase, blah, 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 that starts to be an issue because I'm still not the one who's in touch with my emotions. I'm feeling it through, I'm living it vicariously through you. So problems are going to arise because I'm still not emotional, actually. Mm-hmm. And so what he talks about is, so problems are going to arise from that situation. Wait, because, let me just say something oh, too. Okay, okay. So problems are going to arise from that situation. And we're going to get into a fight and she's going to be telling him, you need to be more emotionally expressive and I'll be arguing back like, no, 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 you need to be more rational, blah, 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 blah. But what he says is actually that you need to give in to your partner's demands because that's actually what you need and which is actually true. When I started being more emotional, that's when I was starting to grow and feel better and realize that is actually what I needed and that is by giving through my partner's demands because a lot of the fights you happen, it's like you're defending your position, the other person's defending their position and you don't want to give in. But the actual way to, to, to grow and move on is to actually give in because that's what you need. Likewise, because I felt like I need to be more uh, rational when I would be with you, because I'd mm-hmm. be I'd be responding more reactively than yeah. um, logically, really. So. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even say logically. More like objectively. It's like do not let your emotions cloud the situation. Mm-hmm. But commu- but it doesn't mean don't communicate what you feel. Communicate what you feel, how you feel it, rather than like an exaggerated version of it. So it's like, you always do this, fuck you, I hate you. Be like, when you do this, I feel this way. That's it. That's all. Although it's hard to talk like that whenever you're in like a very emotional state. Well, that's you the thing. You cannot do that. I cannot do that for the life of me. If I were, let's say if we were fighting like a couple of days ago, I could not be... I couldn't stay calm. I know. I agree. Because it's hard to. But that's why it's important sometimes to maybe take space till you both are in a calmer state where you can talk. Because when you're talking about something personal to the both of you, like, your emotions kind of begin to take over. Especially if it's something that's close to your heart. You're Mm going to get triggered. You're going to get reactive. But the purpose... But... You have to try to be able to main, maintain a distance from those emotions and not let them control you so you can have good communication instead of, like, kind of how I picture it as, like, two balls close to each other down low. That's when you're, like, communicating authentically versus, like, branches out like a tree mm-hmm. of, like, surface-level shit you're fighting about when you always have to get to the root, and the root is where... The you root is the it. most important part, yeah, where you're connected with yeah and that's like the truth of things it's like for example people always see the surface level differences of things we see like different races and cultures and we see them as different but at the root they're the same and with everything at the root they're the same another example would be 
we see basketball, football, soccer, sports as different. But at the root, they're sports, they're physical exercise, despite what they look like on the surface. The same is true of a lot of things. And if you look at the world through this way, you will start to see the connection between everything a lot more and you'll actually see things clear because differences are all in your head. Literally, all in your head. Yeah. And yeah. what you see, just because you see something, does not make it true. Just because somebody looks different than somebody else does not mean they are different. They're illusions. What do you say, illusions? Yeah, because illusions are things that look a certain way but aren't, you know? Hmm. It's like, you know the stick, you know the two like sticks, one looks bigger than the other because of the gray lines, oh. but really they're the same? Yeah. That's yeah. an illusion. Well, that was actually kinda, very true. If you imagine the sticks as like two different cultures... The two sticks look different, but really, they're the same size. They're the same thing. Like black and white. <laughs> Which, back to what we were talking about, consciousness, and like, what's the thing at the root of everything? Consciousness, because everything is consciousness. And kind of gives more of like that comforting, um, a comforting feel. Yeah, because like, usually how we see ourselves in our egoist, egotistic state is a separate thing, separate from the world. Whereas the world and you are the same. Everything is one and the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, very, a lot of um, subjective, very, uh, what's that word? Good notes to put in the head. Yeah. You know? How long was that? Ooh. 41. Wow, that's actually literally all, all that we all that Do we you need. want to pause it at this? Sure. All right. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening to Why You're Wrong. Hopefully you realize why you're wrong. (laughs) No, you're not wrong. You just think differently. No, you're just thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, that's how some of our past conversations have gone. You're like, we think differently. No, I just say, what I say is that we just think differently. And you say, there's no right or wrong answer. Oh, wait, no, there is a right or wrong answer. And I say, this is literally how it goes. Hatram goes in the past. In the past, Hatram goes. There's only a right answer, and I'm like, you don't know in answers cases, because clearly, because like we like we don't know really what the an- the right answer to every to anything is. That's what I always try to explain to you. But you say I know that in certain cases, but you bring you bring that up in arguments where there is a clear answer. And what I always tell you is like, if a red car is red. If somebody comes and tells me it's blue, yellow, or green, I'm going to be like, you're a fucking retard. The red car is red, right? Yeah, but... But there have been times where you tell me that, oh, we just think differently in certain circumstances where there actually is a right answer. And this is why, ladies, you got to keep things interesting and fuck with them. Fuck with their head. No. Fuck, with them, like, fuck with their head, like, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Each of them, each of our episode would be 43. All right, let's end it at 43. All right, then. peace out, bitches.